It's a podcast about video games, and it's probably relevant to your interests. It's the Game Punchers Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Game Punchers, episode 121, Thursday the 23rd of April 2015. Game Punchers is the most regressive and ponderous podcast on the internet. My name is Fraser. And I'm John. And I am Greg. Hero and legend, Greg DeLacy has joined us on the podcast. Hello Greg, how are you? I am good. I'm good. Excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Fraser. It's a pleasure. Um, we're all uh, upside down, um, so I'm presenting today, uh, taking over. John usually has the hosting duties in Steve's absence, but he's kindly let me host tonight. We have uh, no Steve, uh, of course. Uh, what was his excuse, John? Uh, homework. What was it? A, a homework tragedy? Something along some homework? Something <laughs> John's doing about it. Steve's got know. homework to do. Well, I think he's doing his son's homework. Isn't that the case? Because doesn't I, his son not do his homework? I thought that I heard uh, that on the podcast. Does anybody's son do their homework? No. No. Pretty much. <laughs> so it's a ruse. <laughs> That's what That's it amazing. is. Um, so he's covering for something that he's not here for. Here it is. Uh, homework crisis. Homework crisis was the uh, excuse. Yeah. Fish? No. Nope. I don't know. I think the new boy needs to do better than that. <laughs> he just had crazy times. So <laughs> Crazy times, yeah. So, uh, yeah. so, so we had in. two vacancies. We had to get a hero and a legend, but we found that in one. <laughs> I <know. laughs> I, I'm, I'm blushing now. I am. I'm just red in the face now, blushing. Okay, so I'm making assumptions, or we're making assumptions. Everybody knows who hero and legend Greg DeLacy is. Um, Greg, do you want to tell us a little bit about your? Do you want to do some plugs? Uh, well, I don't necessarily. I, I won't do like major plugs, but uh, I host the Overseas Connection podcast. Uh, which uh, we've been going now for 300 good uh, God knows episodes. Uh, and we rope you in, Fraser Moores, every once in a while to, to come onto our fine podcast. And uh, yeah, we just, uh, we're all a big gaming community. So that's that's pretty much it. Down and a brilliant, brilliant podcast it is too, Greg. You do a fine job. Well, thank you. I, I Ironically, no news quiz this week. There's not been any news to talk about. No, you know what? You do do a fine job. I'm going to sort of gush here at our guest, actually. Is that you You sound, you're the real deal, I think, in terms of a podcast host. Well, I don't know. Is anyone going to back me up here? Who could back me up here? It's only John, really, who could back no, me no, up. No, no, I agree. I agree. It's, uh, he's, he's a pro. Yeah. <laughs> well, I so, plan on uh, completely making, you know, obliterating that thought because I'm going to get drunk on this podcast. I will slur the rest of the podcast. It's going to be total, total train wreck. 
That's fine. You're more than welcome. <laughs> As they say, in, what is it on the Midlife Gamer? It's funny you pick up all the things from other podcasts. As they say on that one, kick back, relax. I'm along for and, the ride. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's all good. So uh, do we have any intro? Anything on the intro? Anybody want to talk about anything before we get cracking on games? No, nothing Greg? too much. I mean, I could go on and on and rant about Japanese RPGs and how I hate them and I hate listening to people talk about them and how great they are because they are garbage. Are you uh, including Bloodborne in that rant? Uh, not even, not so much Bloodborne. It's not really an RPG, is no, it? No, no, you know, and it's it's been westernized enough. But all of these people, they go on and on about how great Japanese RPGs are. You know what? They were great because nobody else was doing RPGs back in the day. And so we have these fond memories of them. But the dialogue is shitty. The translation is shitty. And so maybe, you know, if they did a good job of doing voiceover and translation into the English language, I might get behind them better. They don't. They never do. It always comes across corny and stupid. And on top of that, the animations, for whatever reason, Japanese animations, it looks like they have a stick shoved up their ass and they're running around all funky. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know why, but they do. That's fighting talk there. It's the truth. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I was sort of going along the lines of anything interesting going on this week for you. Sorry. About that. that one's been brewing. That's right. <laughs> That's fine. We love that. That's all right. All right. That's good. Got it off my yeah, chest. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a bad, uh, I feel like I should be a bigger fan of Japanese RPGs. And you know why you're not? Because they suck. Well, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the genre either. I, I think a lot of us, and Wyatt May's commenting in there, Final Fantasy's a series, he's never understood why people like it. I mean, I've, I'm like millions of others in that we were introduced with Final Fantasy VII, which blew our minds. We'd never seen anything like it before, and I don't think anything after ever lived up to the up to the billing after that. I mean, you know, I mean, the CG graphic, uh, you know, you know, uh, cutscenes they were the big reward for those games, right? And so, I think that's also where you know Final Fantasy got a lot of its cult following because they were producing graphics that nobody else was even touching at the time. So, of course, we were enamored with it. It looked fantastic, but. You really, you sit down, you listen to it, and you go back and you play through it, and it's just like, oh, I want to throw up. Yeah. Uh, that's fair enough. Um, I was quite impressed. Did you play Nino Kuni? I did not. I think that... Was it Japanese? It's Japanese. Yeah, were you listening to what he just said, like, three minutes ago? <laughs> well, I just wonder whether he played, tried it. You no, know? I, I did not. I, I, I really... Um, I th- that one stood out of a lot of Japanese RPGs in the last few years. It really sort of was polished, really polished in its own way and was something special. But um, there's a lot of dross um, stuff that just disappears into the into the forest of crap, maybe, um, that you're talking about. So uh, anything else you want to get off your chest? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I said my piece. That's a good start. I like that. Wyatt, Wyatt says, I don't need no Cooney. Uh, well said. Okay. <laughs> John, uh, good week. No, yeah, good think? week. Nothing too crazy. Wait a second. Hang on a second. I think there is something. Well, there is. I mean, I guess we can we can roll it into what we're playing. Oh, okay, right. Yes, I didn't actually look into your what are you playing. So, are you? Um, what, what do you want to do? You want to kick us off then? Should we do it? That's good. Do All it. Right. Well, we'll just go into uh, the news portion. Is we uh, we invested in a Wii U. Nice. Added that to the lineup. Um, it's been a while since I've had, well, I did have a Wii, but I don't really count that as a good <laughs> NES system. Um, 
But yeah, so we picked that up. Um, Is that Friday. really fair? Well, I'm, I'm going to have to challenge you there. I'm going to do a Phoenix right on you. All right. Because there was some good stuff. If you were very selective in your Wii catalog, I'm yeah, I get derailing your news. But no, it's fine. I guess. All right. So I guess maybe I didn't give it enough at the time. I was probably too invested in what was on the 360 and everything. So, right. Um, yeah, and there's definitely plenty of things I missed. But stark comparison with the Wii U is, it's. I feel like it's leaps and bounds better. Um, I think the experience is better, but obviously great for the kids, which they're older than they were when we had the Wii too. So they're a little more inclined to checking it out. Um, it's a nice piece of kit. It is. And I, I actually, you know, having that, that game pad as a separate screen is really cool. Um, they they underutilize that. They really do. They do. And you know, like, I mean, it's nice cause you can have the TV on something else or off completely and you can be in a different room. Um, or the fact like, you know, so one of the games I played was Zombie U and how it uses that as your map and your and your inventory system is yeah. really cool. So you don't have to remove yourself from the game just to move stuff around. Um, but at the same time, in a, in some suspense like that, looking away from the TV could be terrifying as well as you're like, where do I need to go? Or, you know, I have to go into my inventory and, and equip this. Yeah, I, found, I, I have played that pretty recently and I at first struggled to get to grips with using the gamepad to go into my inventory but actually as the more i played that game the more i appreciated appreciated it as adding to the experience you know of it being somewhat cumbersome to you know suddenly get into your inventory i mean you can't just pause the game it won't let you pause the game if a zombie's coming for you Right. And you and and it will punish you if you have to sit down and go into your backpack while two zombies are coming to eat your face. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, which I do like which that. Was, yeah, which is pretty good. So do you have a Wii U, Craig? I do not. I do not. No. Uh in, in fact, John, I was going to actually congratulate you on now owning the two worst energy energy efficiency consoles made for current gen. The Xbox One <laughs> just, and just, the Wii U. I'm just trying to match Fraser's Jag. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal. Um, yeah, that's fine. I'll put it in energy save mode. <laughs> I don't think that's make anybody happy. <laughs> I don't think there is one for the Wii U. That was the thing they were talking about. No. It's just like it's on. Yeah, for sure. And is I love the Wii it. U that bad? Yeah, and, and and Nintendo doesn't care, and nobody and nobody gives a crap about Nintendo apparently because they didn't say anything. Well, they have Quick Start, which you can. I remember when I was setting up, you can have Quick Start off, which means basically you can just have a, a Quick Start menu that goes on the gamepad, and then you can launch into a game. Um, or you can have that totally disabled. So I would assume that's similar to, you know, with the Xbox, which they, I, yeah, I think I just have put it a disabled. nice blanket over instead of <laughs> completely remedying the, the issue. Well, I think I have it disabled because I'm pretty sure mine's just off is off. There's no quick start on it. Um, but damn, if that, if changing my, I went into the menu, um, yesterday about and to change my power save options on the Xbox one. And I couldn't quite do it i couldn't quite put it into energy saving because i really like the xbox on being able yeah. to walk in the living room and get it uh, yeah, exactly. I'm the so until that wears off then i'm not changing so it'll it'll never wear <laughs> off it, it, there is a certain convenience to that that quick startup and and being able to do like the resume you know resume game that kind of thing that's all tied into that so you know so you spend an extra buck a month okay there you go yeah, my kids. They, my kids will have a future. How good it is, I don't know. Whatever, it's their future. Their their Xbox will uh, shut down the planet. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So, so did you play much Zombie U? I did. Uh, I probably did like thirty or forty-five minutes. Um, but I really enjoy it. It's I, it's very well done. I mean, it's not something you'd expect for something on the Nintendo platform. You know, it's you know when you hear about a zombie game from Nintendo, you think it's going to be a little more cartoony and bubbly. But this is actually a pretty good. Uh, pretty well done zombie game. You know, yeah, there's no messing around really. Yeah, like, they, you probably did what I did. You have to sort of like put the cover away so the kids can't see it, and they definitely can't be around when you're playing it. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, if I want to, I could leave the CD in and then just set the parental control so they don't <laughs> launch that game. Um, but then uh, the I did get the bundle for the Wii U, so we got Super Mario 3D World and Nintendo Land. Sweet. Um, so Nintendo Land is it's kind of like a I feel like it's almost like Wii Sports, but with Nintendo IP, <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty good. I, 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 when I jumped in, I only checked out the Zelda one, but that was, that was kind of good fun uh, to check out. Definitely more for the kids, I think. Um, yeah, my my kids have really enjoyed that. I'm not too keen on it, but there's loads of places for them to run around. Loads of game, different games for them to play. My son loves the Zelda one, the Zelda mm-hmm. game, and uh, it's very polished. Yeah. Again, it's like really slick. And then a, a cool bounce between the TV and the gamepad for that one as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Super Mario 3D World is excellent. That's a great Mario game for sure. Um, and I, it's funny because, you know, the gamepad screen and the TV screen, they're showing the same thing, but I find myself just staring at the gamepad when I play it <laughs> instead of the TV, Yeah. Uh, which is funny. So uh, lately I've just been keeping the TV off when we play and, you know, my kids are having fun uh, passing the, the controller back and forth. But the TV would be more for when you... You know, you're doing multiplayer for that, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's that's really well crafted. Um, and that's all my, my son's been talking about the past couple of days, too. He's <laughs> playing that. Um, he's excited about it. Yeah. It's really slick. I loved it to death. I think it's just brilliant. Yeah, for sure. The you know the different worlds are, are super diverse. Um, and the characters and, and the power-ups and stuff are awesome. So it definitely keeps you entertained for a while. Um and it's something to be said about how well Nintendo speaks to kids versus, you know, some of the other platforms. Because, I mean, obviously there's a lot of, you know, first-person shooters and stuff on, on PlayStation and Xbox. But there's a lot of good kids' games. But it's just funny how how fitting Nintendo is for kids. You know, how it seems to speak to them even better than than some of the other platforms. They do what they, you know, they make a good product. I think the pro- you know the problem with the Wii U right now is, as we all know, and we've all talked about it a hundred times on this podcast, on every podcast, is they just they're going to market just sucks balls. Yeah, and they've just blown it on this on this console. I mean, it's a beautiful piece of kit. When you fire up, I don't know if you're like me, John, but when you first fire up, you know, Super Mario on the Wii U, and you see Mario in high def for the first time. Oh yeah, it just, that's great. It, just, it just makes you want to cry, weep with tears of joy. You know, something so colorful and so nice and in high def. It's just brilliant. Um, yeah, I like the little so. touch. The little touch of the uh, the original Mario when you're saving. It's yes, kind of nice very too. Nice. I, yeah, I was everything gonna, slick. I was going to jump in real quick. You know, the whole Nintendo going to market and they they suck at going to market. I, you know, they don't. I mean, if you think about it, the Wii. That launch and that console was a stroke of brilliance. And some people will say, you know, they, they you know caught lightning in a bottle and, and they got lucky. No, that was a really smartly designed console that, that was, you know, it, it brought something new to the table. Um, and they marketed it fantastic. I remember those commercials of, uh, was it Miyamoto and um, 
can't remember the other guy's name, but they were uh, like at the front door of your house and you open up the door and they were like, you know, can we play type thing. And then, you know, it just, it struck a chord with everybody. Uh, this is just fun. And it was fun. Um, I, I think their, their, you know, biggest problem is they traditionally have developed hardware to not be a loss leader out of the gate. So it's limited. It can't, it can't have all of the brute force muscle that we see with, say, the Sony consoles and the Microsoft consoles. Because they're, they're, you know, Sony and Microsoft are willing to take a hit at launch, whereas Nintendo, yeah. they don't like doing that. They like building a piece of hardware that, from the get-go, is making them money. Yeah, all right. You know, like, when you come on my show, like, don't disagree with us. You ain't getting it, are you? Sorry, sorry. No, I'm no, gonna, very good points, Greg. Yeah, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Switzerland. Though I agree with both of you in, in different manners. So I think for the original Wii, they came to market pretty well because it was something new at the time. Um, but I think they dropped the ball with the Wii U because they yes. rushed out to be the first one with the next gen console, but had no software to support it. No, no games. Um, so it was like, you know, you buy this really nice piece of hardware, but there's not much to do with it out of the gate where, you know, yeah. you got to kind of build that up and build the value of your console. Nobody wants a console if there's nothing to do on it. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think yeah. that's why it's a slow burn. And now it's, I think now it's a great buy. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there and a lot of stuff around the corner. Uh, there is. Yeah. I, I was, yeah. But it, yeah. Going to market. Yeah, they sucked going to the market with the Wii U. That's for sure. Um, you know, even though they didn't really have the software, I, I think that they suffered not even just the software was a problem, but I think they suffered out the gate because no one knew about it. I mean, everyone was just like, what is I remember, you know, talking to people who were gamers who didn't know what the Wii U was. Oh, God. E3? Who didn't know what it was. Oh, yeah. That E3. Everybody was wondering, just, is it is it an add on? Is it? That's is bonkers. That yeah, that's yeah. right. That was it's just ridiculous. That's crazy. It's, I mean, that's just 101. Right. So there you go. So, um. Yeah. Anyway, John. Yep. So yeah, Wii U, good stuff. Um, excited to to keep digging into it. Um, yeah. But outside... I'll tell you what. I'll, if you don't mind me just jumping in there, because I picked yeah. up a game from the library today. Oh, here which we go. Was Greatest new library su- ever, by the way. Uh, yeah. Which was yeah, New Super Mario Brothers for the Wii U. No Fujigi so, Fujiga. <laughs> uh, so we threw that in um, and played that. And you know what? It's just. Like it's typical Super Mario Brothers, left to right, jumping, knocking blocks. It's the same game I've played a thousand times, um, and I think I love that Super Mario 3D World so much because it bridges the gap between that and something like Super Mario Galaxy. It's just sitting there in the middle. It's like it's almost like a Super Mario Brothers left to right game, but then it just goes super 3D and all around like Galaxy. It's just superb. So anyway, I just gotta oh, say that. Yeah. Oh, actually, that reminded me too. I kind of like the little, you know, the Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker mini games that you get in Super Mario 3D World as well. That definitely, oh, yeah. I feel like that, you know, I know you spoke um, highly of that game, and I feel like that it definitely uh, constitutes having a full game, you know, when you experience that in the in Super Mario 3D World. Yep. It's having its own yep. little release, because those you, are fun little games. You're going to love that. You pick so. that up. It's brilliant. So Nice. Um, so, yeah, so outside of the Wii U... Um, I played a lot of the normal stuff, but I also um, jumped into some Heroes of the Storm with uh, our chat room captain Wyatt. <laughs> um, so we, um, yeah, we jumped on Monday night, I think. I can't remember what night it was um, for a couple of rounds. It's been a while since I had jumped into Heroes of the Storm. Um, I'm still very much new at the game, 
Um, but um, most people know this point. It's Blizzard's take on a MOBA, kind of for the for the <laughs> for, for the everyman. Uh, kind of mashes up all their IP, so you can you know pick from a, an array of characters. It's right now it's in beta, but it's free to play. Um, I have this, you know, and I haven't played it yet. You do have it? Did you get it through Fish, or did you get a code? Uh, Jim Plackey, actually. Oh, nice. Okay. Awesome. Well, we should I try to jump it, on so at some point. I hope he's not then. listening to this because that's embarrassing. I haven't fired it up yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's good though. It's it's fun. Um, I was playing as. I don't know, Fraser, if you're familiar with this game, Diablo 3, uh, but one of the characters is... <laughs> Tell me about this is, game. I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, Fraser, I think Fraser played it and then returned it. Yeah, <laughs> um, You know, but we did a couple rounds. We slaughtered at one and then got slaughtered in the second one. Um, but it's good fun. I'm excited to kind of play some more. I feel like it's, since I last played, I mean, it's been in, I had it since the alpha and it's definitely cleaned up a lot more and plays a little bit better. Um, and actually they did announce it's coming, um, full release pretty soon. I can't remember what the date is. June, maybe, um, you can look it up on Google, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's good. It's re- it's fun. It's free to play. So when it does come out, anybody who's not in beta, will be able to check it out and they'll make their money on all the, uh, additional characters that you can buy and mounts and skins and stuff like that. Um, But you can also access those just like you can in Hearthstone when you're earning the in-game gold and all that stuff. So, yeah, good It's a nice model. It's in a good way to do it. Yeah, because I feel like it doesn't... It's it's not necessarily, you know, pay to beat the game. You know, like at least, you know, you can can get a lot of good fun out of it without spending a dime, um, which is good, but... Yeah, Wyatt said we should have a good... Uh, we should have a game night on it. We should. That's what I need. Someone to bring me in. Yeah, that'll be good. I think uh, Fish has it. I'm sure Steve has it. There's got a bunch of people that have it. So, Greg, uh, do you have it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can say no later than June. You'll have it. Yes. <laughs> Since it drops around then. Um, and then one other thing I checked out was on Xbox One, a free game. Um, which is the D and D Neverwinter MMO, um, which is by uh, Wizards of the Coast and Cryptic. <laughs> Wizards of the Coast um, and uh, and Cryptic, and they came out with a uh, an MMO around the Neverwinter IP. Um, it's pretty decent for for an MMO. I mean, I don't, I'm not a huge you know World of Warcraft person or anything like that. Um, but there's the occasional thing like the Skyrim and all that stuff, and you know Diablo three to an extent. Um, but I think well done for a free game. I mean, they do have yeah. some pay stuff, but uh, for a console MMO, not too bad. Plays pretty well. There's a lot of um, uh, customization of your character, a lot of different classes. Um, and I think I'm doing a wood elf. That's a mage. So you can kind You're of... doing a okay. wood elf. Well... <laughs> Is that the hard wood elf? As? I think so. <laughs> 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 um, but... Pretty well done. They walk you through, um, you know, the little tutorial mission to get you kind of your bearings. And then it's very much like a lot of the uh, MMOs out there. So you have like that whole public area where you can see a bunch of people running around and going to uh, different vendors and then going to get their quests. And, um, you know, it's not as wordy as a lot of MMOs are. Like you kind of, they give you a couple things and then you know what to do, run out and accomplish that task, go back, upgrade, level up, all that stuff. But it's free. It's worth checking out for sure. Um, if you like MMOs at all, um, and you have an X Bone, yep, and yep. an X Bone, yep. Oh, so you can play it on uh, PC. 
You can play it on PC? Yes. Yeah, it is PC as well. And I don't play a, my PC anymore. There's no <laughs> there's no J in front of that RPG. <laughs> no, there's not. You know, John, I, I checked out the game too. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I, I think I also am playing a Hardwood Elf, uh, although I went with the Rogue as opposed to uh, going the Wizard route. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my one complaint <laughs> uh, is the text is a little small. You can tell it, it's a PC port. Um, and I only say that because, you know, I have a 50-inch plasma that I play on, but I sit pretty far back, and holy crap, that stuff is tiny. So I, I'm constantly having a, you know, I'm probably a little too far back, all said and done, for just normal playing. So I, I've, I've learned when I play that game, I have to actually be a little closer to the screen. Maybe that's just my yeah. old eyes. that they can't, that they, they miss that or don't catch that as being a problem. Yeah, it, I've it might too. be... Go ahead. Like I've, I've noticed the text being a little small too, and they they put up they you know in some cases there's a there's a lot on the uh, on the screen at a time, but yeah, yeah I've noticed it too. I mean, but I, I am a little closer, so I can I can make do. But uh, yeah, and that's yeah, maybe that interesting. PC. It, it, it may be because it's a PC game, you know. It, it got its its roots in PC. They ported it over to the Xbox One, so you know they made modifications to the UI. But I'm guessing all of the dialogue trees, they're kind of like, yeah, this is probably good enough. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, you know, unlike Fraser, I do like story, but things like on the MMOs, I just skim or, you know, keep hitting the button. Well, like, I, because I, they're okay. going to tell you to go kill 10 rabbits. Right, and and there's they always have a little thing on the map telling you where to go, so, yep. um, but it's not too bad. But, I mean, you know, most MMOs and stuff I played on the computer with keyboard and mouse, but I feel like this actually plays pretty well with a controller. Um, Agreed. You know, it, it's, it's kind of nice to be, you know, I cast my spells with just the trigger, you know, and, and just moving the, the thumbstick around. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. And free is a nice price of admission for sure. So Can't argue with that. Nope. Not at good. all. And, and, it, and like you said before, they don't throw the transactions in your face. So you, you don't feel like you have to pay to, to be able to enjoy the game. You, you can mm-hmm. pretty much go through this game and, and grind out and get everything you want out of it. I, there's there's no, uh, you know, hard pay to wall, you know, pay to win kind of thing in the game. So they just make it Good easier deal. for you. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. I mean, if you have any interest in RPG at all, it's a, it's a nice way to scratch that itch on the cheap without feeling like you have to get like a, a Dragon Age or anything like that. Yeah. So. Which I just happened to get this week. Oh, I'll never, I'll never play it. <laughs> I have the, um, I have the trial because you could do the trial through Xbox One. I still I have three hours left on my trial. I, I, I found out just like at random because I wanted to play it and I forgot I had to put the disc in and I, I clicked on the icon in my pins, and it fired it up and it's like you have three hours left. I was like, oh, all right, I won't put the nice. disc in. There. <laughs> I'll do it. Hero when I and have Legend. A yes. All right, John. Good. Yep. Good. All right, I am just pushing forward um, just because I know Greg's on a bit of a time time thing we, we here. We can go over so, a little. That's okay. Yeah, I knew people there. <laughs> knew, knew that would happen. Okay, so what have you got for us, Greg? What you been up to? Oh, Lord. Uh, all right, well, I'll start with some of the uh, the inconsequential stuff or the most important stuff, depending on where you, you stand on this. Uh, the golf club, been mm-hmm. continuing to play that. It's yeah, I can jump in on that because I've started playing that on the bone now. Yeah. Is that where we're calling um, it now? <laughs> Does it what? The bone. The bone. It, uh, it, I think Microsoft even embraces <laughs> the wood elf. So yeah, the bone. Um. It, okay, if you like golf, this is a great game to pick up. 
especially if you got it on the sale, even better. Um, oh. you know, I know a lot of people jumped onto it. With the sale, uh, but who, who have we got? Have we a lot lost of challenges Greg? going on. We've lost Greg. I'll do my. I'll do the Greg bit. Golf club um, is great to pick up, especially if you like golf. Uh, oh, he's off. He's off the call completely. Oh man. Okay. That's all right. You're still with me, John. I'm here. Okay. Well, we'll carry on, Greg. It's here. They'll try and call mm-hmm. him back in. I think Skype's trying to do that automatically. Um, That's our secretary. Not sure what yes, happened. Uh, Miss Skype. <laughs> Miss uh, Sally Kipe. <laughs> The golf club, uh, yes. Hello. It's oh, I'm enjoying it on the X Bone. Um, for some reason, I think it's playing a little bit better on the X Bone than it does on the PC. It's agreeing with me a little bit better. Um, looks not, you know, it looks pretty similar, but it is different graphically. Um, I think it's are just you, a little. Are you using the controller on the PC as well? Yeah, I use controller on both. Um, but I just think it's just feels like it's controlling on the Xbox One a little bit better. Okay, so apparently uh, I died there for a moment. Yes, you did. Yes. So I was just carrying on with the golf club. I was just saying that I'm preferring it on the Xbox One than I did on the PC. Yeah, I, well, um, the control scheme and, and the sticks on the Xbox One seem like they're pretty well suited for the game. Well, they're very, I mean, I was using a controller on the PC as well. It's no different. But it just seems to be a little bit working a little bit better. Um, and... Uh, I think it looks a little bit better. It just—I don't know why. I just—I much prefer it on the Xbox One. So there you go. Yeah, there's probably something about being on the couch. I, I, again, like I, I game on the PC on the couch as well. I don't know what it is, but I got um, nothing. I can't help you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. So yeah, the golf club. <laughs> uh, a little NHL 15. I have EA access going on, so I was uh, pleasantly happy to see that uh, they, they threw out NHL 15. Uh, even before the actual NHL season was over this year, uh, usually it seems like they wait for a little while post the you know season so that you know all the hype dies down. But this time, NHL 15 get a place. Yeah, in the that's a hockey. good point that they would do that. But you know what, EA at the moment they seem to be offering a lot to people. Yeah, they, they're in damage recovery mode. I mean, they've just done a humble bundle. They've done their second origin bundle mm-hmm. this week i don't know if you saw that you know so i picked up you know a number of games for like five bucks including plants versus zombies and there's a dead space in there or something else i think dragon age both dragon age games i think yeah they've done a lot of one sales i've noticed a lot of sales on like xbox one lately have been ea games um just kind of popping up all over the place not even just in humble bundles i think they're just trying to embrace that new uh new frontier People have to. There's revenue flying out all over the place. Yeah, and they need to grab it. So yep. yeah. No. Sorry, Greg. No, I no, it's okay. Derailing you. I don't mind being derailed. God knows. Uh, you know, I'd probably do it to you on the other podcast. So hey, what goes around comes around, right? I guess. Uh, NHL 15. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, NHL 15, though, it, it is a solid NHL game. Uh, they had a lot of early problems uh, with it when it first launched because they had a lot of modes that were missing. Um, you know, it's still not a perfect NHL game, but I feel like for free, you know, or, or part of the EA access, um, I, I can't complain at all. Uh, it looks fantastic. It plays really well. Uh, you know, mind you, I'm not playing online. I'm just playing through the seasons and the single player side of it, but it's perfect for what I want. So uh, I would recommend downloading it, if you, especially if you have EA access. Uh, I'll end up buying that because, see, the thing about when you live in Canada... By the time NHL 16 comes out, 
I'll be able to pick up NHL 15 for $2 in a bargain bucket. There's so many copies of the NHL yeah. games flying around up here. Well, it's just like Madden. Or, or at the library. Or at the library. Or at the library. But, you know, one, one of the things, you know, and I'll sing the praises of EA a little bit more, this whole EA Access thing. I know a lot of people were questioning what the value was going to be. To me, this has become, like, one of the best deals I've come across in a very long time. Um, you know, full access to all of the, the games that they've been putting out. They're not pulling back games either. So it's once it goes into the vault, it's there for good. Um, so, you know, the UFC fight game is in there. Uh, I've got the new Madden game in there now. Um, yeah, and, and then you get the early access stuff. So come, uh, I think, what November, I guess, uh, when a certain game that we're going to talk about later comes out, uh, through EA Access, you're going to get early access to that game, uh, whether or not you bought it. You know, you'll just be able to go in and, and basically you know, play a little bit of a demo. Uh, same thing happened with Dragon Age Inquisition. I had 10 hours prior to the game even coming out, um, yeah. so I, I got to test it out and make sure I really want it. So uh, I, I highly encourage anybody, especially if you're into sports games, it's it is well worth it. Yeah, that's the kicker that's kept me away from it is the sports games. I'm not a sports games fan so i think i'm not going to get my value out of it not yet anyway yeah no i, can I certainly that. keep an eye on it so if it had curling you'd be in i would be in like flynn <laughs> i tell you what i've investigated curling games there are not a lot of very good ones out there <laughs> i would imagine it's not a very popular game to make no they need to develop that for connect uh, that would be brilliant uh, you know what one of my favorite broom. games on connect was bowling Loved yeah, bowling was great bowling. on that. Yeah. Reach out to the side, sort of. <laughs> it was good. Um, rock climbing was a little annoying. Yeah, rock climbing was definitely not uh, my favorite. No. Anyway, uh, Rayman <laughs> Legends. Check that out. Uh, Fraser, actually, I checked that out because I saw you playing it. And I was like, fuck, I've got this free game. I should play it. And, uh, yeah, I started falling asleep when I was playing it. Um, it is a gorgeous <laughs> game. It is absolutely beautiful. Uh, I'm not the biggest platform fan. Yeah, so. it's. I was a bit like that with Rayman Origins. Um, I could see that it looked beautiful. It was very well put together. This one has suckered me in far more than the other one did. And once you get the bug of that completionist bug, the trying to finish every level, trying to find every hidden blue thing that's in it and all the get all the lums right. and cheat you know and grab these achievements and then you and then now that i've been doing that and now that i've become more used to the controls and i'm starting to find starting to really appreciate the finesse of the controls and just how polished it is mm -hmm. so i i can understand it. it's not everyone's cup of tea it's not your cup of tea that's fair enough uh, but it's one of those it's one of those things if if it's what you want to play in terms of a platformer, you're going to be hard pushed to find anything better. And I don't disagree with that at all. Um, you know, it, it 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 plays great. I mean, I'm not, I'm just not the biggest platform fan uh, in terms of a genre. But um, you know, I, I will I'll weather through it. I'll keep I'll keep playing it. Um, it. It definitely feels like one that you can just kind of pick up and play as you need or, or want. Um, yeah. The the story is pretty throwaway from what I can tell. Yeah, I would encourage you to keep on with the um, with trying to plow through and get through the levels because they change up the formats of the levels every so often. So you'll you know you'll play one or two that seem quite sort of 
similar you know just getting to the end and then they mix it up and throw something completely different in a new a new style or a new um you know something a, a new little quirk to get you through the level they're very it's very well done okay so yeah right. yeah definitely uh, i have a quick question fraser is there a way for us to kick somebody out of the chat uh who have we got in there this is an asshole named the real defoe <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I honestly don't know that I can be part of a podcast where he's in the chat. I'm I'm yeah. having conflict right now. <laughs> well, what happened was uh, my Steam is still up, and I saw that my Steam popped up, and I saw that he was playing the golf club. So I sent him a message and said, "Don't forget that the podcast is on." So I didn't tell him you were on it. Mm. Taken him by surprise. Yes, the real Defoe, not the fake one. No. Oh, and Stulak, you're welcome. By the way, Stulak. Uh, he he was thanking me for some graphics card information. That's very nice. Yeah. Um, all right, and let's get to the meat of it. Scream Ride. Been playing Scream Ride and actually yeah. enjoying it. So, yeah, so here's the know. thing. Here's the thing. Well, let me help you out here. You're not gonna. You're not gonna want to go out and buy Scream Ride full price. You're, you're. This is a game that is a. I need to take a break from playing. You know the. 10 hours straight of RPG I was just playing or the, the you know, shooters I've been playing. You just want something fun, simple, easy to understand. Scream Ride fits the bill. Yeah. Um, did you rent this? I did. I did. So yeah. I rented it. It's a perfect rent. It's a perfect get it on cheap. It'll probably be on gold offer down the road. So, you know, don't don't pay 40 bucks for it. Uh, even though that's a fairly cheap price for, you know, a, a next-gen title, uh, I would say... 20 bucks and under, this would be a consideration. Um, it's got leaderboards. The mechanics are all real straightforward. But there is something fun about building roller coasters, destroying shit, which is, you know, there, there's three basic gameplay modes. There's building, destroying, and riding. And riding, surprisingly, is fun. And it's mostly just because it's a lot of timing-based stuff and, and you're just you're trying to get around the track as fast as you can, but then getting all of these bonuses for hitting marks a certain way. Um, so yeah, I just, you know what? It, it is not a bad game at all. And, and that's a, maybe that is not the best compliment I could be giving it, but you know, I think it caught a lot of grief and a lot of people looked at it and they're like, ah, that just seems stupid. And to a certain degree, I guess I can't, I can't argue with that, but yeah. It, it is I think a, it's quite nice to be able to, on some, you know, it's, a, it's very easy for us to have, well, let me give you an example. Okay, where's Fish when you need him? Like, I've been, you know, a lot of people talking about Alien Isolation, and I'm, it's great, it's great, it's great, it's great. Yeah. I am not getting on with that game at all. I had a hard time with it. I actually quit out on it. I, I could not finish it. And, and I did not like how tense I felt going through that game constantly. Um, and I, I don't do horror very well anyway, so, you know, that probably was not a good game for me to try and play in the middle of the night and, and stream. Um, that was a mistake. Uh. Yeah. But it would be very, very remiss of me to come on and say how crap it is, considering so many people have said how good it is. So, you know, it's just sometimes these games, they just need to catch the right person at the right moment. And you'd saying it's not a bad game. That's not a bad review. No, no. You know, it, and, it, and here's the funny thing. This is a game that's needed on this console and every console. These kinds of games, these these kind of throwaway, I won't call them time wasters, but they're easy to, to get on with. They don't take a lot of 
thought, you know, you're not having to sit there and, uh, you know, squeeze the controller because you're so frustrated. You know, this is the kind of stuff they need in that back library to complement all of the high-end AAA games. So, uh, I, I welcome these type of games, um, you know, and, 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 you know, that's that's all I can really have to say about it. I, I you know, scream right. It's yeah. fun. It's well, a I, fun I find experience. It, I find it, yeah, I find it interesting that so many people have maybe rubbished it a bit, but I'm hearing a lot of people talk about it. It's popping up in the on conversations here and there, so there's got to be something to it. So, well, and that's, that's the good. that's the funny thing is everybody who experiences it and they play it, you know, outside of you know, they're, they're well, obviously not everybody's going to like it, but the vast majority of people that I have talked to that have played it, the 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 kind of commentary is, it's fun. I don't think I'd pay for it, or I wouldn't pay full price for it, but it's fun, yeah. and and that. Is that game to a T? Yeah, fair enough. Get it at your library. I might. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, the Broncos suck. <laughs> That's not a message for us, though, is it? No, not at all. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, I'm going to take a hit on um, what we've been playing this week. I jumped in anyway. I've been playing Rain, loads of mainly Rayman Legends, which we've just done. May I've played some. I pick up and do try and do a round of the golf club. I got my handicap now. Um, what is your handicap at? We, this is actually something we should talk about. I think it's about an eight and a half. Okay, so which I think is respectable. That's that not bad at all. I, I and especially you know for somebody that is just starting up into the golf club, you know. It, it takes some getting used to, it, and there are some tough courses we've been throwing out there as a community. And I feel bad because I was making some comments, and I threw it out on Twitter about, I think the golf club needs a handicap cap. I don't think there should ever be a handicap higher than 18. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I mean, once you're getting past 18, that's pretty harsh. Right. It, 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 um well, it gives an unfair advantage in those tournament kind of situations where you're playing with handicap. Now, yeah, uh, you know, in real life. But this, but this should even itself out because the handicaps adjust. I mean, I played around today or yesterday, and my handicap adjusted down from nine to eight and a half. Yeah. So handicaps will. Oh, they do adjust. Even out. Yeah, and as you improve, they will. You know, they come down, and they always. You know, it, it's funny, man. You you see that handicap start. You, you're. You're getting better, and your handicap starts to uh, increase or decrease, however you want to look at it. And once it goes into that that negative, where you're getting strokes added to your score, yeah, that that is one of those. It, it's kind of defeating at times because you're you're playing a, a decent round or whatever, and you look and you're like, oh, seriously, <laughs> you just added a stroke <laughs> to my score. I yeah. but I got a hole in one, you know, or I, I got yeah. you know, yeah. So, but you know, but that's that's net. Right. Yep. That's a net score that is going to be used in competitions. I mean, that's the only way to you, you yeah. can't pay it that much attention. I mean, it's it's not taking anything away from the actual game you shot. No, it is so, not. And and really, so. it is you're almost competing against yourself just as much as you're competing against everybody else out there. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I totally so, derailed you. No, that. not at all. So I'm enjoying that. I, I'm hopefully you know just dig in and play some more rounds. Um, what, I have a question for you actually. So the tournament I've started. I played one round on the Overseas Connection Next Gen Challenge Eleven. Yes. Now when I go back, I have to play more rounds. So, um, so what we do is each week we throw out a new challenge, 
Um, and depending on who picks the course, usually they'll be you know fair to easy, or when Gary picks the course, it'll be ass hard. And so each week we put out the course. It'll run for the full week. You can play it as many times as you want over the course of that week. Right. And then around 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 4 o'clock Eastern, uh, I don't know what time, British Standard Time, um, we lock it down and and we pull the scores out and we announce them on the Overseas Connection podcast and we, we kind of give the rankings of where everybody finished out. But we, we make them all non-duration tournaments. So you can actually go back and play these tournaments as often as you want. You can go back and play the first one still. Um, you know, so you'll be able to play it as many times as you want, register up scores as many as you want, uh, and, and we'll take your best score out of the bunch. Okay, so it's not a tournament of like a number of rounds then? It's no, just, no. We've done that just... before and we found that it didn't work as well. The community okay. got less engaged. We, we did one where we had to play the course twice and uh, it, that, it, you had to, you know, play the course twice and you, you both your scores added up to your total score and it was just kind of painful because it was a harder course and so halfway you know into it you, you'd finish one round and you were just like ah, I, I don't want to play the second round and right. so we figured one yeah. one round per per challenge yeah yeah that sounds fair enough okay and so anybody who's interested in that g go to i guess what to the forums at g4te.com or drop us a line and we'll point you in the right direction absolutely um yeah, so that's good, and uh, I have been play. I've played a little bit more Destiny, not a lot, but every I just try and every so often when I know I've got an hour or so free, just jump in and and do a fight. I'm enjoying it every time I sit down and do a fight. I'm enjoying it more. So that's uh, it. Really is know. a good game. I, I know it got <laughs> knocked, but it is a really good game. Oh yeah, yeah, but I think a lot of the knocking was well out of order. I mean, I think we said this, you know, even though I wasn't playing it, you know, I was sitting with two guys, two or three guys were gushing about it for twenty episodes, two hours apart. Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> so how could it be bad? So um, I, I just I, think it, it plays so well. Uh, absolutely, it plays fantastic. I think the knock against it, and and this was my knock, and it still is my knock against Destiny, is that they claimed to have a story and, and and that they also claimed this game was not an MMO it is an MMO it doesn't have a story end of story yeah um, but it's not it's not an but really it, an it's not a, it's a, I would say it's an, a, minim, a minimal MMO well yeah right? it, it has yeah. limitations it's not as you know it it's plays an like an MMO RPG. But, yeah it, it plays like an MMO even though <laughs> it, it technically isn't an MMO yeah, Wyatt May says, and that's here, comes Destiny, here comes the Destiny talk. So let's cap that. Yes. Okay, because certainly if we're going to run over time and we do it with Destiny talk, I'm going to never forgive myself. So uh, let's move on then. Um, do we want to cover some news quickly? Get, uh, Greg, tell us how you're doing for time. Uh, let's let's go yeah. for it. News quickly. Okay, cool. news quickly. John. Boop. News music. This is a great piece of news. The original news. Dun, 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 dun. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking news. Man. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. This just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? Um, news from Japan. News from Japan. Japan. So pulling that? the cat back off of that Destiny talk. <laughs> 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 uh, 
This doesn't count. It's news. Yeah, it's news. Yeah. So, and we'll keep it quick. There was actually some notable things. I think um, it'll reference some of those qualms that people have um, and those digs that people have had on Destiny. Um, but coming up on May nineteenth is the House of Wolves uh, expansion, quote unquote, really DLC. Um, is there a wolf cop? There might be. We'll have to find out. They haven't revealed everything, so fingers crossed. Um, but they did a uh, live stream on Twitch today, and there'll be two more. So they started revealing um, a few things here and there. Uh, one thing that was already announced is that there's a new social area called the Reef, which is in addition to the tower that um, is that common area that you go in now where you can do your, your vendor trading, get your bounties and stuff. Um, as expected, there'll be new vendors um, with their own reputation gains and different gear. Um, new bounties, and you'll still have access to your same vault, so you don't have to go back and forth between social places. You can get anything you've tucked away uh, wherever you are. Oh, and I have a vault? Yeah, mate. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I just del- I just disassemble everything. Yeah, well, when you later on, you'll be like, I want to hang on to this. Okay. Um, and that works well when you if you roll another character later on, and you can your vault is shared between all your characters that you create. Ah, so. like Diablo. Yep, that's you know that game. <laughs> Heard didn't of know it. That. I didn't know you knew that. Um, so one thing that they're adding is you'll be able to reforge your weapons, uh, meaning you basically re-roll them for their perks. So a lot of people, you know, they'll get a weapon and not be happy with, you know, some of the perks that they have. So you'll be able to go to the gunsmith and, and reforge it and uh, get a different loadout. Um, obviously, that'll cost you some of the the glimmer and, and materials and stuff, but. Um, the tower, even though there's going to be a new social area, the tower will still be relevant, um, cause they'll have new gear cycling through there as well. And then the, uh, the main guy there, the speaker, he'll, um, be able to exchange upgrade materials, which is something that'll be new. So if you have, you know, some upgrade material, but you need a different one, you can actually swap them out right? or, or just purchase, which is good. Um, they're increasing the light level to 34. So right now the max is 32, um, and then there'll be new upgrade paths for your currently max gear. There's a lot of one of the things that um, a lot of the players were upset about was with the first raid. Um, your gear is capped, and they didn't let you increase it with the new um, the newer expansions. Uh, but now you'll be able to get all your gear all the way up to date with any new gear that drops as well. So you can have um, your maxed out um, damage or maxed out armor. I'm getting that thousand yard stare yep it's coming it's coming so overall yeah even though i play the bloody game i know um but yeah so the last point is their whole goal is to minimize the grind so they just want you to be able to jump in and and kind of get to the fun you know because you don't have to worry about all those upgrade things and and uh you know going through and doing the same missions over and over again um so they are adding all that stuff how much is it going to cost me john well the Season pass for the the two um, expansion packs was thirty four ninety nine, or you get them for nineteen ninety nine each. Those greedy devs. Hey John, what's not mm-hmm. included in this DLC pack? Uh, the comet, I think, later on this year. I think that's going to be separate and a raid. Exactly. A raid. Liars. <laughs> <laughs> but they they haven't said. I mean, so they they are adding other things, which is nice. I think they're they're adding a horde mode. We talked about it a little bit last week, so that's something that'll be you know help with that replayability. Um, they're adding some things that haven't been added before. Um, not trying to speak up for them, but maybe there will be a raid that they'll work on later. Maybe they ran out of time, but still wanted to have some new content put, come out. Who knows? That's just cautiously optimistic, you're, you're de- I guess. You're but. 
I'm not. I'm just saying maybe, <laughs> or or just greedy, greedy devs. But yeah, so that's uh, the destiny bit. Okay. We'll put the lid, the cap back on that. You know, move on <laughs> until the next live stream that they do, <laughs> or until we get the DLC. Um, What's this then, news about another dead horse? <laughs> so I I just threw it in here because in case anybody had talking points, but uh, some Star Wars Battlefront news since we had our last episode um, comes out in November. Now we saw some in uh, in engine footage, not necessarily in game. So yeah. that's always a it's always a tough one. You get excited and then you're like, but that's not what the game might look like. So we will see. I, I'm looking uh, forward to Star Wars Battlefield. Are you? Yeah. Oh yes. Very good. Very good. Good one. Um, and I am anticipating it, but I, you know, it'll be interesting to see what actually comes out of it, what it's going to look like. Um, you know, they, they've mentioned a whole lot of things without actually showing us the game so far. So. Um, yes, I think that's just what got up a lot of, of people's noses, didn't it? It yeah. was just. Well, it was know. so interesting enough. Gamespot had a little. Uh, uh, video segment they talked about uh, what they saw in person and they they did see an actual demo of the game it was a scripted demo um, they did confirm it does not look as good as the in-game uh, you know footage trailer that they showed off it looks good just not that good so well, I don't that's not a surprise yeah I mean, not not shocking at all no 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 I think it's just I mean personally for me I'm just a little bit it's not that I I can understand the reasoning, the way that people are, these developers are releasing this footage and building up the hype and whatever like that. I'm disappointed in my fellow man for buying into the hype so much for it. Yeah, I'm not buying into the hype yet. Um, That's me. If we saw, if we saw gameplay and everybody said, hey, that looks really good. Fine. You know, I'm well up for that. But we haven't seen any gameplay. I mean, what's, I mean, well, one thing I can confirm for you, you will not be piloting an ADAT. The ATTT, whatever it is, the ATAT, you don't, you do not pilot those. That's like a quick time event. It's, it is not something that you will, you will pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. That we will. Yeah. I mean, I think the whole thing with the footage is, and we were, we were conversing about it on the, on WhatsApp in our chat there, but, um, it's like, you know, on our end, we're like, Hey, cool. You can make a pretty cool looking animated movie for Star Wars. Awesome. I yeah. want to see the game, though. Yeah, so. I'm just getting too skeptical. I think it's every, everything coming out at the moment with all this. Like, the same with the new Halo one and... and yeah. Don't, don't, don't talking about this Halo. DLC. Don't yeah. I'm not disrespecting it. I'm just tired of people jizzing over stuff they don't know about, right? It's just... <laughs> I'm not saying I have a pre-order in all these games. With their hardwood elf. <laughs> well, that's... Uh, we can come to the... Well, cause we've got something to show you. Um, uh, any more news? Nope, that's it. I've got something coming up on that pre-order side. Uh, we have some charts. John, would you like to take the charts, first group of charts? Yeah, I like what we did the second one. That'd be second cool. one's an interesting one. Something new. Yeah. All right, so are these uh, just... Is this the UK? chart music. Beep. Beep. <laughs> is this the UK one? What is this? This is the UK charts, yeah. Who never right. let us down. Not like that weird chart thing. Uh, platform agnostic except for Minecraft uh, coming at number 10 is Dying Light coming at number 9 is Minecraft PlayStation Edition coming at number 8 is Minecraft Xbox Edition Juggernaut will it not will die, die. Never. 
Coming at number seven was Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Awesome. I am getting <laughs> that is really, really starting to scratch away at me. I need to get that. Really? This next one is, uh, has been actually uh, having a niche for me is Far Cry 4 at number six. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing that a lot. Uh, coming at number five, Bloodborne. Shite. Mm. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> coming at number four. FIFA. 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 Also coming at number that. three. No. It'll just have a different number at the end <laughs> as it progresses. Coming at number three, Battlefield Hardline. Coming at number two is GTAV. And number one, Mortal Kombat X. Mm, it's fish when you need him. I watched some Mortal Kombat on Twitch yesterday. That game is brutal. As <laughs> it is. I watched some as well. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. Has anybody sworn on this episode yet? I think I have. Probably yeah. several times. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I just wanted, just curious whether we might make it through to a non-graphic no, content I'm or whatever it is. But pretty yeah. sure nope, I screwed fucked. that up. Yeah, I screwed that up like <laughs> in my opening salvo against Japanese RPGs. Oh, that's okay. You wouldn't screw. You're not screwing up anything, Greg. You can't screw it up. You're the guest, the honored guest. So. Okay, so that's the charts. Uh, now we don't have Steve here, and uh, the Japan charts are, are pretty much not doing very well these days uh, not that I even bothered looking but I did notice that if you go on Amazon they do a list of the current bestsellers so today's chart is top 10 Amazon bestsellers as of right now in Japan uh, I think <laughs> it was I think it was America.com I switched between loads of Amazons America.com America.com I go onto Amazon.com to look at items to find out and and be amazed at how cheap they are. And then I go to Amazon.ca to weep quietly into my keyboard as I find out how much it actually costs me up here. Um, So, yes, Amazon bestsellers as per right now uh, at... Oh, where's number 10? Number 10, there it is. Uh, At number 10, it's Nintendo Super Smash Bros. The White Classic Controller. Um, at number nine is Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor from the PlayStation 4. At number eight is The Witcher Wild Hunt for PlayStation 4. At number seven is the micro- Microsoft Xbox 360 controller for Windows, which I think must be a wired controller. I think so. Um, maybe not, though. Actually, if you take a look at number three, but we're not there yet. At number six is The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D for the 3DS. Uh, at number five is the PlayStation 4, the Last of Us Remastered Bundle, which I found interesting that there was a sale. console in here. Must have been a sale. A bit, Maybe, perhaps, yep. Yeah. At number four, the Order 1886, PlayStation Why? 4. Why? I'm not sure. It's an odd... It, it's odd. Buy but anyway, this is, this is what it was listed. I know. Buy it used. Although the prices are coming down in a few bucks, I think. I think I saw it for 40 bucks up here the other day uh, in Best Buy. Um... That's at like number 20 th- bucks down here. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, at number three, uh, USB wireless receiver compatible with Xbox 360 controllers. So that is, uh, so you can use your your 360 controllers with your PC. Yeah, I think um, this number seven was the wired one because this one is for, if you have a wireless, you can just use it. The other one's wired. All right. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, at number two, and here we go, Star Wars Battlefront for the PlayStation 4. So everybody is already out there pre-ordering the shit out of this game. Because that cinematic is dope. 
<laughs> yeah. So I, I didn't check actually what the advantages are to ordering it, but I don't know. I mean, it's just what can you do? Star Wars people just have the fever, don't they? Um, and at number one, the GameCube controller adapter for the Wii U. So right. Smash Smash Brothers is driving sales. Yes. Um, some hardware sales in there for sure. Dive on to Smash Brothers. Yes. So that's good. Um, and that is the charts. Charts. Some, some different charts for a change. Uh, Greg, are we good? You still sticking with us for the quiz? I would never miss a quiz. Beauty. Awesome. Because John's got one ready, right, John? I have one ready. I An uneven amount of questions just in case a tiebreaker needs to be uh, thrown in. I was going to say, give, stuff. The, give the other one to Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. In fact, he can take all of mine except for one. All right. Let me see here. All right. Let's go with... Actually, Greg, you're not that often on the end of a quiz, No, I'm never on the end of the quiz. I'm excited. I'm like giddy okay. like nice. a little schoolgirl. You should, um, on the... Because uh, anybody who listens to the Overseas Connection, Greg does the quiz every week. I mean, I just turn up when I'm on it. Like, <laughs> I, I'm on it once every few weeks, and I just turn up and, hey, feed me the quiz. <laughs> it's great. But, uh, yeah, you never... Um, there's no sort of round robin with it or anything like that, so... It is. It is a little challenging to do the round robin. Uh, you should do that. I, I'll tell you what. I make you a promise here. I'll come and do a quiz on the show for you next time you're on the podcast, whenever it be. You can do the news quiz. Deal. Done. Actually, I've done the news quiz on your show. What am I talking about? But you weren't there for it. Exactly. When I doesn't hosted. count. No. Okay. I deal. I'll do it. All right. I promise. All right. Hold on. I'm up on Google. I'm ready. Make. You're making a note. Perfect. We're very good at hearing typing, although we've been spoiled by Steve's ham thumb fist fingers (laughs) (laughs) and the way he mashes the keyboard. I promise. I will not Google anything. The The only way someone from the north of England could. Uh, There's also the same guy that rearranges his desk (laughs) mid-show. Seriously. He's really noisy, isn't he? Uh, He's like, I'm just moving the furniture. Don't worry about me. Um, all right, so I have nine questions, so let's go with the first to four or tiebreaker at the Sounds end. Sounds good. Um, and because we have a guest, we'll have Hero Legend call Heads or Tails? Heads. And it is Heads. Would you like to pass or play? I'll play. All right. Are you ready? the right answer. <laughs> Sweet. Next question. <laughs> all right, so your question is, how do you control your plane in the 1970s arcade game Biplane? Is it A, one joystick and a button, B, trackball, C, directional buttons, or four, two joysticks? Hmm. Okay, the trackball is out. Trackball wasn't that big, except for like Marvel Madness back in the day, so no trackball. Um, I don't think it was, it wasn't directional pad either. (laughs) So I'm going to go with dual joysticks. And that is the right answer. Yes! Ooh, get in. All right. Staked his claim. Fraser. New kid on the block. You ready, Fraser? Yes. Who is the final boss in Fable 3? Is it A, Teresa, B, Lord Lucian, C, The Crawler, or 4, Logan? Mm, Wasn't Lord Lucian in this Fable 2? I have no idea. I didn't even finish that game. I'm the one that's asking the questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, officer. 
Christ, the good cop. I can't help you. I, I was I was expecting Gandalf to be an answer. I am going to go with Teresa because that's just the one that jumped out at me. I have no idea. We're looking for the crawler on that one. The yeah. crawler. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here we go. All right, Greg. I'm right. What is the name of the ruler of the reptiles in the game Chrono Trigger? No, <laughs> <laughs> Is it A. Lavos, B. Nisbel, C. Azala, or 4. Ayla? Can I hear them one more time, please? Sure. Lavos, Nisbel, Azala, or Ayla? I'm going to go with Lavos. Why? Because that's the only one I can pronounce. Yeah. Uh, we're looking for Azala on that one. That's what I meant to say. So. Did I say Lavos? Because I meant Azala. <laughs> they sound similar. They all came, sound the same. It came out Lavos. <laughs> yes. Damn it. Nice. Yeah, I didn't know the answer either because I don't know anything about that. Damn you, Chronoser. I think that falls into the uh, the JRPG <laughs> Pretty much. window. My um, probably should have gave you this next one, but Fraser has this one. Thanks, John. That's all right. We still have a few more questions to go. So, Fraser... Are you ready? John, yes. Who is the first boxer the player fights in the game Punch-Out? Is it A, Bear Hugger, B, Bald Bull, C, Disco Kid, or 4, Glass Joe? Damn you, John. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to go with, with number one, Bear Hugger. Ooh, that's the wrong answer. Can Greg? I steal? Can I steal? Well, uh, we can't steal, okay, but you can give the answer. I just want credit. Glass Joe, I believe, is the correct answer. That is the correct answer. Nice work. But worth ultimately nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Stinging me back to reality. Thanks, Fraser. <laughs> there you go. Come back down. Nice. All right. Let's see here. All right, Greg, this one's for you. All right. What version was the first time in Madden NFL history the game cover was decided by fan vote? Was it Madden NFL 06, Madden NFL 2010, Madden NFL 04, or Madden NFL 11? Pretty sure it was 10 or 11. I want to say 10. I'm going to go with What's your final answer? Uh, unfortunately. Hmm, we're looking for 11. One off. Oh! Oh, thought that for sure you'd have that one. All right. Mm, still in the lead, though. I like this quiz already. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Fraser. Yes. In WarioWare Smooth Moves, holding the remote straight up at eye level is called what form? Is it A, umbrella, B, binocular, C, moose, or four, clown? What was the first one? Uh, umbrella. Umbrella. I'm going with that one. Is the right answer. Nice! <laughs> so we're actually at a tie game now. This is good. And we Is have, it John? Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting right. to sweat. I'm starting to sweat. 
Um, all right, here we go, Greg. What is the name of the Cirrus who helps helps guide you in Fable 2? Is it A, Cynthia, B, Esmeralda, C, Nelda, or 4, Teresa? Is that Teresa again? Yeah, I know. It's either Cynthia or Teresa. I'm going to... This is probably a clever ruse on your part, John. Bastard, you do this to me. But I'm going to go with Teresa. And that's the right answer. Ooh, brutal. Ooh. I should get my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, when you said that, I was like, oh, you just helped him out. Well, um, I, I honestly have no idea. So, And I played that game. And this is all quiz up, by the way. This is no ruses on my part. I just picked questions that I know we haven't asked yet. Because <laughs> I, I had to play five quizzes to get enough to ask today. Because I was like, nope, we've had that one. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it works. That's how it works. All right. Pressure's on, Fraser. Is it? We're down. We're down to the Is final really, one. Greg? Maybe, maybe two. But we'll on see. my own turf. <laughs> How many quiz wins do you have? I got ten. <laughs> <laughs> my win percentage uh, could be higher. I've got fourteen. Be. Actually, you could go one for one here. <laughs> this I true. don't think we've had a guest win. I've always rooted for the guest to win. So. However, I'm yeah, handing it to you. I don't want you to hand it to me. When we had Gary on, didn't we just bombard him with questions? We didn't even do like a competition. Uh, <laughs> I think that was true. Something, something, yeah, something went a bit wrong. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> we just asked him questions. Um, all right, Fraser. This is to tie it up or to lose. The choice is yours. I like the options. Uh, tie it up. All right, we'll see. The wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> In which game are the zombies technically living? Is it A, Left 4 Dead, B, Dead Rising, C, Dead Island, or 4, Call of Duty Black Ops? Say the question again. <laughs> what a fantastic question. It is What's a good the question. question again? In which game are the zombies technically living? Is it A, Left 4 Dead, B, Dead Rising, C, Dead Island, or 4, Call of Duty Black Ops? John, great question. This is a good one. What say you, Mr. Canada? Damn, I can't think of anything that distinguishes any of the... Well, I can't think of who it is in Black Ops, because if Black Ops... Unless it's Nazi zombie. Uh, could it be the Nazi zombies in Black Ops? I don't they're all zombies. <laughs> Aren't they? I believe I know the answer, by the way. I'm going to go with Left for Dead. Uh, sorry, um, Black Ops. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You should have went with the other one. Left for Dead? Mm-hmm. I can't quite remember... Well, um, it's clear you're not looking at the chat either, because no, I did see why it, in the it likes chat, to but... why it likes to say, yeah, because they're infected. They're not actually. So now here's a question: Is that not the same case for uh, everything? Dead Rising. <laughs> Dead Rising. I thought they're all infected, and they have to get the Zombrex to keep from turning into zombies. Yeah, that's true. But then I think once they're turned, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Well. Either way, you know, uh, you know what I have to say to that. 
Fraser, you lost! <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well done, Greg. Well done. For fun, I'll throw in that last one. Um, the question was, who is featured on the cover of the game Triple Play 2000? And it's either, uh, answers are either Wade Boggs, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, or Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> as tempted as Fraser is to answer Wayne Gretzky, I think that would be incorrect. Sosa. Ah, oh, see, 2000, 2000. 2000's too late for Sosa, I isn't it? I think so. I, I'm going to go with Wade Boggs. Ooh, Fraser would have taken the cake on that one. Nice. Sammy Sosa. Yeah. yeah, cake eater. There you go. Uh, that's a quiz. Okay. Nice. Thanks, John. Thank you, John. That was fun. Yeah, that's a good quiz. That well done, fun. Greg DeLacy. I, I will uh, now retire from the uh, quiz annals, and I'll be one one for one, hundred percent. You are. You're now listed. You're the only other person in there. You've be, you've beaten Fish to a quiz victory. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> <laughs> that's superb. Okay. I can see John's getting that filled up on the show notes as we speak, so we keep a record of that. Um, how up-to-date are we on those numbers there, John? According to, I think, the current standings, one, two, three, four, five, six, six they're not correct at all. No. Um, one, two, three, one, two, uh, I'm on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I haven't won for a while. I'm still on ten. Uh, fish is on none. Just checking that. Uh, can we have a recount on fishes there? Uh, none. Yeah, that's right. Uh, very good. Okay. Judges, judges. Judges. <laughs> judges. <laughs> that? We want a recount on that one? Let's just check again. Uh, it's zero. Uh, okay. Let's move on to that. Exciting quiz stuff there. Go into the community. Um, Wyatt May has been a star here. Sent us community question of the week. John, do you want to take this? Yeah, I'll read. It says, for, uh, Wyatt writes, Hey, gents. Light news this week, but I thought of a discussion you guys could have. Star Wars Battlefront dropped a trailer with game engine footage, but didn't show gameplay footage. Uh, did we already did we jump the shark on <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, actually, sorry. <laughs> I haven't actually read this yet. <laughs> didn't have time i just pasted it in and didn't look at it this is the first promising look at the game we have seen uh with the big drop at the end that is coming out this november so i had a few questions i wanted to ask you guys does this game look good we haven't seen anything take star wars out of the equation does it still look good because to me it looks okay it looks like an e3 e3 trailer for a game coming out in two years not something later this year whether you agree with me or not i'm uh, got me wondering uh, is this game being pushed out too fast to come out alongside the movie? Uh, games lately come out and just don't seem to be finished when they come out. There's a 60 gigabyte update and still don't seem to run properly. Um, why don't games get pushed back anymore? This used to happen a lot, as I remember, and sure, people would get upset about it, but at least the games uh, came out, uh, they would work. With games coming out pretty frequently, I feel like if they miss their window of release with a bad release, it, um, with a bad release, that's for the game. So why not just push it back and stick the landing? In the case of Battlefront, Dice's and previous Star Wars games don't have the best track record. So will this game be ready, or will it crash and burn? Um, well, I mean, I think 
part of that point is we haven't seen anything about we haven't seen game footage. We've seen engine footage. We know the engine can make some nice cinematics. Um, so yeah. I think there's a point there, and then some of the the rumblings we're hearing about people who have seen a little bit of the footage. Um, I they did mention that they were working on it at E3 last year, so they've been pretty quiet about it. Maybe they want to stay quiet about it. You know, there's it's funny because when when somebody announces a game and starts showing stuff people still get disappointed, but then when somebody announces it and then stays quiet, people are still disappointed. There's it no seems like, some people. Yeah, so... It's disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> it's disappointing about disappointments. Um, so I don't know. It's it's definitely interesting. Um, I don't know if the goal was to have it come out alongside the movie. I mean, it, it does seem pretty convenient. They are doing a DLC um, that's going to feature uh, the new planet from the movie on there as well. So, you know could read in the tea leaves for that um well i mean, I mean I think- the thing if they're doing that thing is some, some people have different i think there's houses you know production houses or whatever that have, have different criteria for for getting for getting successful game getting games to market successfully or different ways they are being pushed to get those products to the market and greg i sometimes feel that you maybe you're a little bit better answering questions like this than i am but it's not as though we don't see games being pushed back i mean lots of games are getting delayed um you know zelda's being delayed nintendo aren't aren't aren't, don't release broken games really though i think the witcher was delayed wasn't it several times several times it's supposed to be out project cars hasn't that been delayed Mm -hmm. uncharted so Mm -hmm. games are getting delayed and that's fine and i think there's and that's sticking more in our mind at the moment because we've seen so many broken games. Um, but then there's a lot of people, I think, who have these, you know, EA's probably guilty of this. They have, you know, shareholders behind them who are hitting them with a big stick or they have to get out to meet this, you know, drop with the movie. It's coming, hooker by crook, you know. And uh, can EA ride another shitstorm like they had with Battlefield 4 and The Sims and stuff like that? I don't... Maybe, maybe they still will. Maybe they'll do the same again. Fuck it up. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you'd hope that after Master Chief Collection and Assassin's Creed Unity, that hopefully we won't see something that bad again. Um, you know, I think now there's some some crashing and burning that even the shareholders would probably not want to see happen. Even though they want to see a game get released um, so they can get their money, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's I feel like after that we're seeing a lot of game a lot of games get pushed back more because I don't even think Unity wasn't pushed back they just went with it. Well, um, I'll I'll take a crack here uh, and I'm going to take a stance from EA. Uh, I in fact will assume the role for EA marketing for the purposes of this question because I think this is appropriate at this time. Why we we here at EA we want to thank you for your concern about our video game Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, we we are fully behind this franchise. We believe the licensing deal that we have struck with Star Wars will no way impact the quality of this game. Uh, we have been working on this game for well over a year, and we feel that is plenty of time for development. We have learned our lessons from Battlefield and Battlefield Hardline. We guarantee you will not see those kind of issues perk up again in this game. And we know that you will be satisfied that the in-game footage that we showed off 
is very similar to what you will experience in the game come launch day or sometime thereafter. And while we may patch that game on launch day several times, just rest assured we have your best interests at heart because we understand your hard-earned dollars of $60 pre-order right now on Amazon or upgrade to the deluxe DLC package for $100. We know that you will, you will enjoy this game and just because we're trying to hit a hard deadline for the Christmas rush and selling to all the kids and parents out there does not mean we have compromised this game whatsoever. We stand behind our games until we don't. Thank you for your patronage. Mm. Yes, thanks very much for that, Mr. EA Spokesman. I mean, I've gone on Amazon.com here and just had a look because I've still got it linked up from when we did those charts. They have a picture of the, you know, of a box cover, which I doubt is going to be the final box cover. And then just what looked like movie stills. I mean, there's just... And it's uh, 60... Where's your $60 coming from? I don't know what where you pulled that out of the air. Eighty nine ninety nine. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. so You're Canada. Canada. This, yeah. Canada. This is Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Bollocks. Please hand over your wallet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, one, uh, I, I think we are all in agreement to be skeptical, to, to be very wary of this game. Um, you know, it's not offering up a single player, which, okay, Battlefront before didn't offer up a single player. But um, I, I think we have now seen through numerous games that have come out that have been multiplayer only of late that that is not a recipe for success. Um, so I'm not real confident behind that, uh, that stance. And, you know, the more I've heard about the game, the more I'm convinced that they really are reskinning Battlefield to a large degree. They're doing some different things to it. But at the end of the day, this is going to be underneath the hood battlefield, and it's going to have a Star Wars sheen to it. So, um, I, I, you know, and that could work and still be quite good. Oh, I think it'll be fun. Is it going to scratch the Star Wars itch that people will be thinking? I don't see it, and that's what I don't think. That's where I think the big disappointment's going to come in because I think a lot of people want that single player game. They want to play the Star Wars movie. Not so much the movie, but they want to play the Star Wars universe. Um, and, and in some respects, that's why uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic um, on PC has been doing, you know, it actually is doing pretty darn well. Because people like playing in that universe. And there is story to it. There's there's missions to go on. And there's things to do that you don't have to be on a, you know, a, a big server with a bunch of screaming 12-year-olds in your ear telling you you suck. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think a lot of people want to be the hero in the universe that they're playing and not just in like a deathmatch, <laughs> yeah. you know, multiplayer game. So I think that's that's the, the big thing that's going to be missing is a lot of people want to, you know, they want to be, you know, the uh, the Jedi that's saving the day or, or the bounty hunter or whatever they want to take on. I think that's why the MMO is doing well because you get you get that, uh, scratches that itch. Yeah, you, you get to play uh, that role. You're not just a cog in the wheel. Um, mm. I do look forward to, though, the PC mods of, you know, 20 on 20 Darth Vader's all Darth Vader <laughs> battle. That will be fun to watch. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> 20, 20 bucks, Vader wins. Yeah. <laughs> no, Vader will win. 
Okay, so we'll see what comes out of that. It'd be interesting. We should have a prediction site on our website, something where we could log all our predictions. I think. Mm. I, but you make some interesting points there with the, with buying into and being the hero. I think that's a very good point. I mean, yeah, I'm still bitter about uh, thirteen thirteen being canned. Yeah, I. Yeah. Um, that was the one where the guy was wrestling with those people on the ship, right? So yeah, as the ship's crashing. Oh, God, that looked good. But Fuck. I believe they are developing out a single player story because didn't. Uh, was her name Amy Hennig from uh, Naughty Dog? She left and signed on with EA to make a Star Wars game. If I'm not mistaken, that's where she went. So you can't tell me she's making Battlefront stories. Can I she not? Was, yeah, no, you true. cannot. Do not tell me that. <laughs> I refuse to listen to that. Do not, or I can't. Take your. <laughs> I won't. She's making a Star Wars JRPG. <laughs> I will I will openly cry. <laughs> okay, I think we've answered that uh pretty much. Yes, Wyatt, thank you very much. Um he's having chats with somebody in the chat himself. I don't know, I think or he's still shouting things. No, he he EA. was he was answering Mr. EA. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. EA. Apparently Mr. <laughs> EA, you suck. Um so thanks very much, Wyatt. We appreciate that. As yes. usual, you are a superstar. Um and that pretty much wraps it up for us. I'm just checking the notes. I don't think we've missed anything. We managed to, to cram through it all, and we didn't lose a Greg DeLacy on the way. So that is fantastic. Well, you did Good lose deal. me for a second, but I came back, just like that rash. Um, oh, yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, that happens soon. But, um, yeah, that's great. So, uh, yes, thank you very much, Greg. Thank you for having for me For joining us. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Um, we don't normally do shout-outs. It's not something that we do, but would you like to give some shout-outs? Uh, I want to shout-out you guys for having me on been fun shout out to uh stulak to wyatt uh gary uh and uh you know, <laughs> thanks it's been you know it's been nice to be able to relax and and win a news quiz who would have thunk there you yep, go there you go we have it all for you yep well thanks very much for coming in and filling in for steve and fish we appreciate it um uh, john yep uh we have a website gamepunchers.com uh we're on twitter at gamepunchers.pod uh, give us a review or a rating on iTunes because it helps people. It helps us. We do our job. Do your part. Uh, I'm on Twitter at John the Valley. Fraser's I, at Fraser Moo. This is true. <laughs> you can make a rhyme out of this. <laughs> OC underscore Murphy's Law. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, you didn't plug. Go on, Greg. Yeah, plug your, your stuff. Uh, right, I'll give, plug it yeah, real quick. Uh, the Overseas Connection podcast every Friday night at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. We are on Twitch. All you do, type in live.g4te.com into your browser. It'll take you to our Twitch page, and you will hear us talking, and you'll see us talking. Nice. It's a good, it's a good, good podcast, deal. too. Yeah, we do all right. Okay. You can chat. You can chat with the fine gaming community of all of us uh, podcasters and listeners at g4te.com. I think that about wraps it up, doesn't it? That'll do. That'll do, pig. All right, good. All right, well, thanks, John. Thanks very much, Greg. Appreciate it. Uh, and until next time, we did it. Psycho break. Bye bye.